So anyway, she says, that is the biggest penis I have ever seen. And I said, I know. That's why I brought you to the Penis Museum, where tickets are $1,000. How do I reach these gigs? I've heard that speed has something to do with it. Speed has everything to do with it. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Hey, so we're uh, we're joined by Steed Palomino, uh, American hero. Hello, Steed Palomino, and also previous guest on the show. Last time, Steed, you had gone back from Korea, and now you're back, and now you're done with the military. I am done. Yeah. I'm out of the hellhole of Kansas. Yes. Dishonorable discharge, right? Is that what Full they say? Full dishonorable. Full dishonorable. So explain the, the difference between the two. I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but just tell me what the difference is between somebody that gets dishonorable versus honorable. Uh, so honorable is uh, you can get like a medical separation or your contract ends and then you just yeah. separate from active duty. Or you can uh, get a dishonorable and that can range from anything from like committing a crime, failing a PT test, okay. uh, being in the army too long and not getting promoted. Wait, so that happens sometimes? Oh yeah. <laughs> if somebody's just like a basic level like what what's like a ba- what is the basic level in the army? Like what's the lowest Well, like you amount? you can get promoted to specialist, which is right above yep. the privates. And that's uh like automatic promotion is just based on time. Okay. But then when you get promoted to an NCO, you have to pass a board and uh, then you can be made corporal and then you have to go to BLC to be made sergeant. With BL, you got to say it's with, a basic with, leader's okay, course. Okay, basic leader's course. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if you don't, so if somebody, but there's times where the board cannot pass somebody. Yeah. And you're just sitting in like the specialist type thing for like years. Yeah. You can, uh, you can fail the board fairly easily depending on who's running the board because it's all just uh it's all politics it's it's your first sergeants and your sergeant major okay. in there just grilling you with questions do they do like kind of ridiculous questions like that have nothing to do with the military like things like uh when you hear about like google interviews and stuff like that where they're just ridiculous questions like a question like smacko asked uh the other day on the pod was like how many pepperonis come in a lunch bowl uh, pizza package <laughs> like would they ask something like that just to rattle you um i haven't seen it but i'm sure it could happen okay so uh, that might be a way of somebody something they don't like maybe they're throwing some of those type of questions oh well if they don't like you it's super easy to throw somebody yeah. out of a board because your uniform has to be perfect yeah you have to have all these crazy like entering the room to enter the room you have to knock three times loudly hear him yell through the door and if you don't hear him yell which sometimes they won't they'll yeah. just say it softly oh. and then you enter <laughs> okay. they can kick you out for that okay. you have to walk up to the chair in a certain way look back at the chair when they tell you to sit down finally and okay it's so there's some there's a bunch of little like kind of ridiculous rules that they make just so that they can screw over somebody if they want to kind of well not, not, they don't make them for that reason but there's yeah. ways to manipulate it where if you didn't like oh somebody. yeah yeah 
Do they say anything when they're entering, like, male entering the room? No, um... Fuck you, sir. Excuse me, Jaina? I said, fuck you, sir. They, your sponsor goes in first, so it's okay. one of your... Could I, be your, could I be somebody's sponsor? No. Okay. But, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> Without joining the military, can I be a sponsor? Uh, That's I mean, what I want to know. You could, but you, then your guy would get kicked out. Well, I don't want that. Well, it, okay. So right. not good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. But fine. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, that was it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I oh, guess yeah. I didn't really have anything more with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Paul, uh, okay, Steve, just as like, a, how about as a conclusion? How was your overall like military experience? What would you say to people that were like contemplating going into the military? Um, I would say it's a good experience. It you can join it only takes three and a half years. And I think it was definitely worth doing it for those three and a half years. Um I would not join or I obviously didn't re enlist. Yes. But I I didn't mainly because just the day to day life is so boring. Yes, yes. Especially and, in Kansas, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. In the middle of Kansas. Yeah. Do you think you would have had a different experience if you were stationed in, like, Hawaii or somewhere cool? Like, um, Maybe, but a lot of my friends that I went to basic training with that were in Hawaii yeah. have also gotten out, too. Okay. So it's still overall, I mean, you can be in as cool of a place as you want, but if you're just stuck in the military basic cleaning all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it depends a lot on your specific unit and... Kind of, and you were in the janitorial unit. I was right? in the janitorial unit. Yeah. So our job was actually to just continue cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> just so. <laughs> yeah. All right. One of the interesting things, Paul, that I remember you telling me this was not on the air. This was off there last time. Is when you talk about the sleeping conditions. Uh, when you guys would go out on your little, uh, you called them like sleepovers. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you know, when you go out on your on your uh, little. <laughs> when you were in the field. Yeah. When you were in the field and you guys were in this, like, you'd be in your, one of your scout tank type things. Yeah, we'd be in our... The scout vehicles. Our Bradley fighting vehicle. Yeah. Which is, uh... It's a... It's a... It's a... It's a armored, uh... How do I explain this? It's like a minivan. It's like a minivan, but no. you put a plate on it. It's, yeah. So it's like a... It's like a mini version of a tank, kind of. It's a tracked vehicle with a turret in the middle. And then some room in the back for uh, dismounts so that you can send out your little scouts to so, search yeah, it's got up like ahead. So it's like a hatch that comes out in the back that has the people in it? Yeah, you can. Yeah. You just got to. You drop the back ramp and then yeah. guys climb in and then the turret's a whole separate part. Yeah. Um, but, but you were saying when you went on the field, you guys would have to sleep in these things, right? Not oh, like you yeah. have tents and stuff like that. So how was the yeah. sleeping arrangement for that? Uh, so if you had six people. In this vehicle? Yeah. You would usually... So you have uh, the driver's hole. Behind that, there's about a foot-wide part called the hell hole. Okay. <laughs> then behind that, there's the troop area, and then you have the turret. So those are the four spots. Yes. If you have six people in there, there's only four spots. <laughs> <laughs> so you have guys sleeping in the foot-wide hole... You have a guy sleeping. So how does, how, what is somebody's position like? We're in the foot wide hole. Like, what, you, how are they sleep? What's the sleeping position? You have to be on your side. Okay. But you also have to bend your legs, like <laughs> upward and twist your body. Yeah. Because they can't reach because you would hit the driver if you straighten <laughs> them out. And if you straighten them out the other way, you'd be hitting like gear or something. Yeah. And if it's winter, the heat's on and the heater is blowing directly like into you. 
And it's super hot. Yeah. Okay, so it's not like a nice, like, warm in heater. No. It's, like, super hot. Yeah. <laughs> that guy is just burning up all night and, like, sweating, wakes oh, up God. sweating. And in then this, he's yeah. sucking all the heat in yeah. for everybody Oh, yeah, else. that's a good point. That's a good point. Everybody else is probably cold. <laughs> yeah. So they're running that heater while you got, like, the engine's running while you're while you're sleeping? Oh, yeah, because if, if you turn it off, then the you can lose battery really easily. Oh, okay. Especially because yeah. somebody's always going to be on radio guard or, like, scanning with the turret. Yeah. So the battery would run down super fast. So if you yeah. turn it off, then you have no battery, then you can't start it. Yeah. And if you don't have battery, you don't yeah. have radios, and then yeah. you can't tell somebody badness. to come And then you're just yeah. come you drive don't be, up You don't want to be stuck in a tank somewhere type thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay, so somebody's sleeping and sideways twisted around in the hellhole type thing. Yeah. The driver's in the most luxurious position in their own little hole. Is it a hole or like a car seat? Like, like how, how different is it than like a driver's seat in a car? So it starts out kind of like a driver's seat in a car. They have like a seat, but yes. they can lay that seat down. Okay, and they, they can go flat. Th- yeah, they could put like a sleeping bag un- underneath uh, it or a, yeah. whatever. They can shove underneath it a so turbine. it like supports it. They're turbine. Yeah. And then they can put their feet all the way to the pedals. So they get okay. luxurious. You're, that's that's the primo thing. That's and the, the, dri- primo is the driver. Spot. The driver's kind of like the uh, top dog in he, the. He's in the, the lowest thing. dog ever. Oh really? But yes. he gets the best sleeping position. <laughs> yeah, well, because okay. if he falls asleep when he's driving, then you can't wake him up. Yeah. Then everybody's <laughs> yeah. just you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody else can fall asleep a little bit while it's going, and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So you usually let the driver be good. Yeah. <laughs> then you got a uh, usually a guy on the floor of the turret. Which is uh, about the size of a dog kennel. Okay. So <laughs> he's yeah. curled up yeah. completely in the fetal position. Yeah. And sometimes there are people above him sitting on the chairs Yeah. so they can be on the radio. <laughs> so they're sitting like... So do you get... Wait, sorry. Do you get woken up sometimes in the middle of the night by these radios? Like, well, are they going off throughout the night? Well, it's a headset. Oh, you headset wear. radio. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Sometimes you have a speaker box, but okay. yeah, if that thing's on, it's super loud. Yeah. And sometimes the Bradley system will send you messages, okay. which are ten times louder than anyone talking. <laughs> so you'll hear. <laughs> and you're like, what the heck? <laughs> Very annoying. Just out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's like some. Yeah. Just yeah. This is crazy boop noise. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then, so those are f- like four of the guys One, there. One, two, three. Yeah, you got another guy up there. And then you got two guys just in the back on some benches. Okay, so that's that's one of the better spots, too. Though. It's one of the better, but you just can't, like, move your Is it like legs. a wooden bench? Uh, It's super hard padding okay. somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know why. It, it should be wood. It'd At that point, be just make it wood, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you would feel better about it. Yeah. When it just looks, you know, like something that's not, hmm. Yeah. Nice. Like, okay. Nice. Um, any any other uh, type of random stories you can think of? Not that you have to think of it. We can get to some other stuff, and you can get back to me if you if you think of anything too. Um, one kind of funny one. Okay. This has to do with the sleeping. Okay. Good. So, me and uh, we were sitting up on a hill. Yes. Like on the very top of a hill, just like scanning over this field in this field problem. Yeah. And we're just, I don't know, it's like 2 in the morning, and we've been out for a couple days, so everybody's like super tired. So my driver's in the hole, and we're like, all right, man, you can go to sleep, because we won't need you. Yeah. It's just parked up there. So me and my TC were, my 
tank commander. There you go. We're, we're yep. scanning. <laughs> and we're just talking, whatever. And we're like, oh, man, I haven't heard uh, heard Tanner down there in a while. So we're like, Tanner, Tanner, are you awake? Nothing. So we're like, all right, we'll, we'll wake him up. Yep. So we just start screaming. We're like, Tanner, Tanner, Tanner. <laughs> and then we just hear, what? Huh? And then the vehicle shifts into gear and Tanner floors it. <laughs> That's just immediate his immediate reaction. Like immediate his, reaction. Just like he just wakes up. He's like, and we're just like, oh, no, because we're on a hill. So yeah, we yeah, start yeah. Going down the hill. Oh, god. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that could be really bad. Yeah. The wrong scenario. <laughs> we didn't do that like, again. <laughs> it's not like the worst thing to like have your natural reaction to be like to just start flooring because maybe like in a battle scenario, maybe somebody's shooting at you. And all of a sudden, you're just, like, flooring it to get out of the way. Oh, I hope he wouldn't be sleeping then. <laughs> yeah, but I hope that, too. But, like, there could have been somebody just in front of him. There could have been, like, so much stuff oh, yeah. that would have just been bad. Yeah. Somebody could have been, like, yeah. outside the back. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Yeah, it's a risk. Yeah, pranks in the military are probably a little risky at some point. Sometimes. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. Sweet, dude. Sweet. Um, good stuff. And, oh, yeah. And uh, thank you for doing that. Of course. Yeah. Bird up. Hello. Did you see that the Cleveland Browns did an office tribute video? I did not. So they remade the ent- uh, the intro to the office using all members of the Cleveland Browns. I'm interested in who was who. Tyrod Taylor was Michael Scott. Oh, the boss, big yeah, boss. Yeah. T-Mobile. No love to uh what's his name? Oh, oh yeah, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, no love to him. Yeah, so he, yeah, no, he was not. He was not a part of this. Um, but everybody should check that out. But it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty funny. Just like to see. I, it's like obviously these guys are like younger than us at this point. Most of these guys in the. the oh yeah. Now, which is weird to think about. So it's like you always think about them. Like when people are celebrities or like athletes, you don't think of them in your same. You don't think think about it as somebody they could just be hanging out with. Yeah, you think of them as like a super serious. Yeah. adult guy that just works out four yeah. times a day <laughs> yeah but they're like you know younger than you and they you know it's like a weird it's a very weird scenario yeah so it's like when you see somebody do something like that it's kind of a little more like it's funny it makes it a little more real to me yeah it's good to see like it especially if you're a browns fan exactly i mean I, the four that are i left. might be i might start becoming a browns fan. well tyrod taylor sarah bill's alumni i know that's true <laughs> no i'm the uh a little sad because yeah the bills it's gonna be hard for me to root for them this year because well, Joe Webb's not on the team anymore. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they got any interesting players anymore. Nope, that's McCoy it. McCoy will probably be gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's those are those, <laughs> those are big names. Um, okay. So I'll talk about this uh, this documentary I just saw on Sunday. Pretty interesting documentary, hmm. and it's called Three Identical Strangers. Whoa. So here's the story. These, uh, this guy, I think this is in like 1979, 1980. This guy goes to college. He's going to a small community college, not one I've ever heard of in New York. He's going there, and it has dorms. Which most community colleges don't have dorms. Yeah. Yeah. But like it has control. dorms. He walks the first day of class. He's Or first day he gets there, he's walking around, and everybody's like, hey, man, how was your summer? All this, like, this is his first year going there. And <laughs> everybody's, like, super friendly. He said that some girl came up and kissed him, all this stuff. And Whoa. he's like, he's like, what is going on? <laughs> He gets into his dorm and some guy runs in there and he's like, uh, what's your name? And he's like, David. I, I can't remember what the names of the, th- the three guys, all different names. But he's like, David or whatever. He's like, what's your birthday? 
and he's like July 12th, whatever it is. And he's like, you're not going to believe this, <laughs> but I think you're somebody's twin. <laughs> and this is the guy's 19 at the time. And okay. he's like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. So then they, he calls. So then he call, they pick up the phone. So apparently this guy that, that just walked into this other guy's room set, you know, was friends with this guy that he's saying looks like the twin. I'm using a lot of guy terminology here but uh we'll call somebody was somebody's friend well, so we yeah. got david and we'll call him david too eric let's say the friend's name is eric oh eric okay. eric is this other guy's friend david comes into the school not knowing anybody everybody thinks he's somebody else okay eric is like hey you look exactly like my friend you're i think you might be his twin ah. so david gives this guy who he thinks might be a twin a call and they sound the exact same on the phone and he's like <laughs> okay i gotta meet you and apparently he wasn't going to go back to college. He had gone to college a year before there and was not going to go back for a second year. David 2. David 2. David 2. David drives to David 2's house in the middle of the night. Gets pulled over on the way because they're driving like eight, 90 miles an hour, 85, 90 miles he's an hour or something. He's got to meet his twin. Yeah, he's got to meet his twin. That he th- might be a twin. They they ran into each other, and yes, they're identical twins. They look exactly the same. <laughs> so 19 years old, they had no idea. They were both adopted. They had the same birthday. Nobody was told about the other person's. Ah. The parents were never notified that there was a twin. Yeah. So this story starts going around. It, there's like a newspaper article about it. You know, it's going around and it's like, oh, hey, I never met my twin. We're exactly the same. We have so much stuff in common. Um, like our hair. Like our hair. They just looked exactly <laughs> the same. You know, identical twins. So they never met each other. And uh, then this newspaper's in the article and then somebody sees them like, oh, my God. This looks exactly like David 3. Oh, David 3. <laughs> and so David 3 is like, oh, my God. And so then, they, then he calls. And, yeah, so it turns out there was triplets. Oh, my god! None of them had ever met each other. They were I, all separated at birth. None of them knew about the other brother. That's pretty wild for David 1 and 2 to meet. Yes. David 3 is kind of just milking their cash train there. <laughs> he, <laughs> the story came out, he found them. These guys had to have something really crazy happen. Oh, the, the most random thing ever. Because, like, the, the, the school, the community college was, like, a hun- like not close. I want to say, like, 100 miles away from David's house. Like, that is wild. None of it was, like, close. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, they, yeah, and so... They, they all came from the same adoption agency, and they were all separated at birth at, like, six months old. None of them knew about the other thing. Wow. So it's this crazy. So there's, then they start going on all these. Then they're, like, going on all these talk shows. They're just partying it up, <laughs> all this stuff. And then there's a big twist in it. Oh, no. And I'm going to leave what the big twist. There's, like, it gets kind of dark. It gets It dives into why these guys didn't know that they were separated at birth. It gets into that. Because there's another David. There's not a fourth one. Damn. All right. Um, but it gets into this whole thing about, like, why were these guys separated at birth? Because there is a reason that they were all separated at birth and not and were, didn't know about the other one. Whoa. Yeah, there was a whole thing. Mur- like Murder? Nothing to do with intrigue? murder. Intrigue? It, it definitely intrigued, though. Oh. So, uh, really, and this is like, it, it, okay, as far as documentaries go, this one is perfect. Um. It, like this is exactly how you do a documentary. It's it's there's some talking heads in there. Some people don't like that, but talking those are somebody's like oh, talking yeah, to the yeah. camera. There's some of that, but then they'll they'll cut that with like recreations of like, hey, this here's David walking into the college, but you never see his face. So like you see like the back of the heads, or you ah. you know what I'm saying. So it's like an actor playing David, but because you don't you don't have somebody who is David in the 1980s, 
you don't want to see his face. Yeah. So it's like it does yeah. it all like showing the recreations at like opening doors and stuff like that, but you never see like the actual detailed face. So it's a very good way of doing that. And it shows a lot of old footage and stuff too. But it's very good and it's it's very like starts off really happy and super like upbeat and like exciting and then it gets like super dark and super like what the fuck was that? Like at the end of it. What? That's like, how like it twists with that. Did it did the, the So they I'm assuming they found out why they weren't like what the whatever why they were separated. They do find that out, yes. And did that tear them apart? Um that did not tear them apart. No, oh. it did not. But there, but there, there, there does become a time where they they get a little more friction for sure. Interesting. There's more drama with you know later on as things progress. So these guys are probably what like forty now. Um, now they 20, are. 30, you know, they're in their 50. they're in their fifties. Okay. I think they're maybe fifty five type of thing. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, that's that's that one's really interesting. There's another documentary. I I don't know if I've talked about it in the show before, so I'll mention it briefly. That was also it's a long similar line, similar like style where it like starts off really one way and then it gets like crazy with all these twists and that kind of thing. It's called Tickled. You ever seen this, Paul? You would I love this I'd one. I think I'd go to jail if I. No, you would not. So tickled. this is so Tickled. If I've <laughs> talked about it in the show, just skip ahead. I don't know, two minutes, whatever, or just listen to it again. Here's the description of Tickled. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, watch the documentary Tickled. So, uh, Tickled <laughs> is about these uh, <laughs> this guy who's this New Zealand reporter. And he comes across this professional tickling league on like YouTube oh, or something like that. Goodness. And it's just two guys, like a guy is tied down and another guy is just tickling him. That's all it is. And he's like, what is this? He's like, what did I stumble across? <laughs> so then, so then he emails the people and he's like, Hey, what is this? You know, what am I watching? Like, what is this? Can I know more? Like I'd love to interview, love to know more about the sport. And they respond with like, uh, we don't want anything to do with you. You're known to have uh, homosexual tendencies and all this stuff, all this crazy stuff. And they like super aggressive, and, like email back to him. What? Like do not, do not email us again, type of thing. Then he's like, now I gotta find out more. <laughs> so then this guy dr- flies to America and just investigates this whole oh, thing. Oh, it's American tickling. Too? Yes, it's, man. It's some Germans it in be, there. I thought some it was Americans. Be no, like, no, no. Fine. It's Americans. And so this one, and that one gets crazy dark and crazy, like just that one just twists so many twists and turns. Well, I'm I'm wondering why the the super tickle club is worried about a guy being, being gay, and being that's gay. what and that's what he talks about in the trailer. He's like, what? Uh, <laughs> why would something that seems so gay be upset about me? You know, <laughs> what well, being a homosexual that type of maybe thing? Maybe so. you lose the tickling club by popping a, maybe getting you, excited. I will in tell the you, they get in all the details. If you watch the, the documentary Tickled, it's a it's a picture of a feather on the oh, uh, on the cover. What is this? Oh, jeez! But I it's very good, imagine. and it's very like I said, it's like it's intense. This one is like it's what intense? is like intense. That's both of these. This one is Tickled is probably a little more intense than uh, Three Identical Strangers, but they're both like <laughs> the bo- you're not used to a documentary. These are documents that are done very well and like a very like just developed very well. And like at the end, you're like, wow, that was you know those. So those are the ones I would recommend. Uh, those. I'll, tell you what they're about without you know ruining anything but the i'm i'm just blown away by the tickling one that i that's one i'm gonna watch and then maybe off off podcast i'll just have you spoil the other one for me i can do that the last documentary i watched was a scientology one which one was that i can't remember (laughs) because i've seen a few of those and it was very interesting but the Scientology place was so like well 
like they kept everything so locked down oh, yeah, that yeah. like they didn't find anything out in the documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, we're going to their headquarters. Well, they then- did a, yeah, they did a bunch of stuff. Did you watch Leah Remini's um Leah Remini did a whole thing. She was in Scientology. The girl that played in in, in uh not two and a half men. What was the one with Kevin James? Oh. Mall cop. No, no, yeah, well, he's in Mall Cop, but he was, what was the TV show he was for? King of Queens. King of Queens. The girl from King oh, of Queens was in Scientology. Really? She did a big mini series all about Scientology because she was in there and got out, so then they interviewed a bunch of people that were in there before. So well, if you liked that documentary, this one was also very good. It seems like the percentage of famous people associated with Scientology is probably higher than like any other religion. So I think I'm going to join. Yep. And then maybe I'll be propelled to stardom. There you go. Take over for Tom Cruise in the Mission Impossible Perfect. movies. Maybe be in a Bond movie. Yep. Guardians of the Galaxy 4. There you go. I'll write, direct, and star in that. There you go. And then I'll leave. Oh, you got I, it set. I th- I think it could happen. With all <laughs> these stars, it's just uh, Why amazing not? that they go into this supposedly, I don't know, Church. I don't want to say crazy, but yeah, unique yeah, church. Yeah, and then they're just like, "Oh, boom, John Travolta." Yeah, it's. I think it's coming happening less now. I With don't the know. internet, it seems it seems like it's less now. Well, why would the internet have anything to do with it? Because people can actually know what's going on in Scientology, like making them so powerful. Making so powerful. Yeah, because <laughs> something's making them powerful. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So give it a shot. Let us do that, and then we'll do a podcast about it later, Paul. That would be some good. So you stories. want me to take Join my it. whole life off track? Well, not no, off according track, to you, just, it's on track. I'll take a left. Yeah, yeah just I'll a, take diff- a left different route instead of a right. Just a different route, exactly. Just a different way of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about a uh, Jeff Goldblum movie review here? I would love that. Okay. Hi, hi, hi. I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. <laughs> because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. You, you're afraid to be too Goldblum. He no. thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? From 1974. Nice. Have you seen this movie called California Split? Does it have Jean-Claude Van Damme in it? No, it doesn't. It has George Seagal and Elliot Gould. Elliot Gould, the only person, I don't think you'd recognize anybody in this movie other than Jeff Goldblum, except for Elliot Gould was in, uh, all, I think he's in like all the Oceans movies. You'd be surprised what actors I he's recognize Ruben, from the 70s. He's Ruben. Uh, this is what the guy looks like. Here you go. This is a good uh, pod here. Oh, yeah, that guy. He's like the I, old guy no in, the, in the Ocean's Eleven. O- o- all the Ocean series. Oh, yeah, that was a younger him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he answers. All right. <laughs> so here's what this movie's about. It is about, uh, it's about gambling. Ooh. 
So it starts off, and they're kind of explaining what poker is, which I think most people know how poker works. Yeah. But uh, they're, they're in this kind of this underground casino, which I don't really understand the underground casino things because it's like regular casinos. I don't really know. How much more money can you make? I don't know. It's the same It's the same amount. thing, but I would want an actual casino because it's more regulated. And nobody's going to stab you. Yes, and nobody's going to stab you. Maybe yeah, that's I, what you want. You want you the ability to stab there. people, yeah. Maybe it's like, yeah. Uh, I don't know, a strip club or something fun too maybe it's like none of these this would just be clear this was not it looked actually way more boring than it, it looked way less nice than it. maybe they're banned from the casinos that could be it you know but they do go to casino later <laughs> so, <laughs> so no but uh, it starts off one of these elliot gould is obviously this like big professional gambler is what he does all the time uh george seagal who i didn't really recognize for much but he's steven seagal's steven seagal's dad he is uh like kind of a casual gambler in this place but then just sees kind of the way that Ellie Gould does this, and they kind of become friends. Oh. Turns out that Ellie Gould is also a pimp, and so he has a couple of prostitutes that he's uh, pimping out. And just so he's, But he's really big into gambling. He's always like, oh, I got the lion on some horse race, and you got to put it on this. Ah. and that's kinda, So they win a lot of bunch of money, they lose a bunch of money type of thing. Okay. Uh, George Seagal uh, is he's, he's some sort of – it wasn't a, entirely yeah, – clear what he did but it was like maybe like an advertising agency or like some sort of film producer type it, it was some, something with advertising I think and he was a uh, high up executive in that and you see Jeff Goldblum for about 30 seconds in this movie maybe less oh wow uh, he's looking for a meeting with, with George Seagal and uh, he just kind of blows him off I'm assuming that Goldblum stole the show and made the whole movie he did. I mean, like, it was really focused around Goldblum in that scene, So they, which was about a 15-second scene. Well, that's probably why scene. they had to introduce the advertising yes. character. Yes. Then that's, they had to introduce the casino. Yes. To fit it that was all built up. It so was that, all built up. That's the climax. The rest of the movie is a crescendo down. That's, yeah. yeah. So uh, this movie is, it, it holds up pretty good for 1974 is what I'll say. It's, it's a very watchable movie. Uh, the characters are okay. Uh, it, it's, it, I just, it's just okay. I mean, just about guys gambling and like they get into gambling. You know, it's like what's good, the downfalls of gambling and like what do you get out of gambling other than money type of thing? Because it like the rush, the rush and all that stuff. So it's a big, it's a big thing. Actually, it all kind of ends about them talking, dealing with the rush part of it, oh. either ups or downs of it. So uh, that's kind of how it, the climax, other than the gold bloom part, is. Uh, here's what I'll say though. It's just a, it's just a very okay movie. It's it started off a little better than it ended. Um, it's it's a middle tier Jeff Goldblum for me. A Harry Connick Jr. on the Independence Day movie review scale, middle tier. Kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. Wow, middle yeah. tier. Um, I want to ask you: Have yeah. you reviewed uh, Thor Ragnarok with Goldblum in it yet? I have. Have I? I think I did because that. Let me check because I watched it. I don't. I got to think if I reviewed it or not. That's just Goldblum being Goldblum. Oh, I know. Like I know, no. I it's definitely top tier. <laughs> if I have not reviewed it, that's a little uh, teaser. They, they but probably I think just. I, have, I threw him in the honestly. Room. Everything starts to get blended so much for me. I've seen like seventy Goldblum movies at this point, so I, I'm just starting to. I'm just unsure if like they even gave him lines. Yeah, in that yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I know. Like, or if he just talked. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so his it's character. Like, what are you? What are we doing in this yeah. scene? And they're like, uh, Goldblum, you're you're mad at. Thor yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's just, mm, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thor. <laughs> All right, we're going to do a little uh, little call here because Paul's got a vape. So I wanted to call uh, 
a vape expert, uh, Randy, over here. Well, this. You. Hey, what's up, boys? Buddy, I'm at work right now. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, we won't. Actually, we were going to talk about vapes, but you probably don't have time right now, right? Ooh, no, I definitely do. There's well, nobody else in there. Okay. What well, if we call the store? Then it could be a work call. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. We could call the store, and then it'd be work call. Uh, yeah, I would definitely recommend doing that. Do you have the you number? Also, on the line. Okay, if you got to hang up, just hang up. So, uh, Paul's got a vape here. It's a jewel. Let's talk vapes. What's uh, what's all the rage right now? All the rage is probably the jewel. So, you guys are it. Okay. Is this putting you out of business, the jewel? The jewel? No, we sell them. So, it's only helping our business. Okay. Now, what what are the downfalls of the jewel? What what's what's next in line? Like, where do you see? vaping going <laughs> where's the trajectory of vape uh trajectory of vape definitely up uh definitely up definitely angled though oh. so okay watch out for the angle um hey 45 77 some sort of angle okay randy <laughs> okay. if you were gonna <laughs> recommend a tricked out vape mod uh and a flavor New guy, never vaped in his yeah. life, walks in the store. Okay, yeah, no, I, yeah, that's that's the first one. All right, we'll start with a new guy scenario. What what do you recommend to, uh, let's say, a newbie walking in? Uh, I would sell him the jewel just because it would get him out of my store the fastest. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> How about this? How about this? What an Here's the next scenario, okay? Society. Um, uh, Italian immigrant, mid forties, mid forties. Here we fucking go. Uh, he was a big uh, pipe smoker for a while. Here we go. He knows okay, what's up. Okay. So what? Who do you? What? What vape do you recommend for him? He's got the time. You've got the time also. There, I'm pretty sure there are vapes that look like old pipes. Yeah, he wants to connect with the younger audience. Yeah, though, but he wants. Yes. He's just divorced his wife. Exactly. And he's going to oh, community the college. Situation. <laughs> He's looking to impress his ex-wife with his expensive vape. <laughs> no, no, a younger. Yeah, he's girl. done with ex-wife. He's trust me. He's She's done with dead. her. Oh, he's through. He's through with her. That yeah. changes everything, then. <laughs> um, uh, I would tell him to buy a uh, Pax. Pax 3. Definitely very hot right now. <laughs> that sounds odd. Wow. What if he was... Okay, say he was trying to impress his ex-wife. What would you recommend? Uh, probably the Pax 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think that, but that's how it is. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, what about... Um, Okay, let's say an elderly lady. Uh, she comes in. The doctor says she can't smoke anymore. Uh, cause Literally, it's, like, it's... basically had this happen today. Okay, perfect. What do you? Let's walk yeah, us through a scenario. Uh, I sold her a jewel. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Is that bad though? Are you like allowed to do that? What do you mean? Am I allowed to sell? I feel like she's already on the point of dying. You should give her some like chewing tobacco or something. Uh, we don't sell that. So what's what's the vape shop. version of chewing tobacco? Not a chew shop. Uh, vape version of chewing tobacco, definitely the uh, Red Man flavor of uh, Wow, chubby chubby vape. What? Chubstep vape? Chubstep vape? Oh, I can't we need that. Has a vape. Okay, um, okay, Randy. Uh, go. Okay, uh, let's go. Top three favorite flavors. Ooh, okay. Number three, blueberry pear. Weird. That doesn't exist <laughs> in nature. Yeah. Number two, uh, cannoli. 
Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> this would have been good for the and Italian number, guy earlier. Yeah. How you doing? Uh, number three, definitely um, uh, Creek Factory Jaw Dropper Kangaroo Custard, for sure. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's perfect. That's perfect. So you're just telling me like a zombie factory and then a kangaroo? No, 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 no. This is serious business. Come on now. <laughs> we appreciate it, Randy. Uh, we'll, we'll come back. Do you pause anything else? Paul's one more for you. Steve does one more for you. Yeah. Are you required I'm to ready. say welcome to Vape Nace, y'all? Every time you sell a vape? Uh, yeah, when people come in and when they leave, I have to yell that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you ever blow vape? <laughs> Do you ever blow vape in somebody's face and say you like the way that tastes? Uh, no, not not enough. You really. should try that and say there's a lot more where that came from. Yeah. Mm, okay. And then you say, mind. in this packs too. <laughs> and then let me bam, show you. You just sold a vape. Yeah. You're welcome. All right, Randy. All right, boys. Thank your, you. Uh, your brother's coming in in a sec, actually. I'll let him know you called. All right, sounds good. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling his mom. All right, see All you right. boys. All right, see you boys. All right, we got that call to make. We got one more call to make here. Who are we calling? We're calling L. About what? If she ever got her beef jerky. <laughs> this is from last week? <laughs> this is from a couple weeks ago. Okay. Please leave your message for all right, we're going to leave a message for Elle because last like, couple times I've tried calling her about this uh, beef jerky story. We're leaving a message for you right now. Uh, don't think we don't know about the beef jerky. We're going to find out the story behind it. So there you go. Okay, so we left a message for Elle. She keeps trying to avoid it, the follow-up. All right, so, Paul, how about a quick Tanzania news here, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, yeah, I would, I would love to. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting what are you from tanzania okay so brian uh, actually sent this earlier so we're going to watch the little video that comes with it here oh so let's see brian's a good guy brin flakes shout out to brin flakes he flaked on Lollapalooza, and i bought his ticket uh, yeah. So that's pretty cool. There you go. So Thanks here's back. what the story is. Let's see how long this is. Hopefully not long. Four minutes. That's okay. Okay. So this says, uh, this guy has the most innovative town, in, like, basically in Africa. I have seen this. You've seen this before. So pause, watch. Okay, so this guy's on a... Okay, he's got all this water system in Africa, and he's doing crazy things like he's making technologies out of, like, a bike that's a water pump using windmills and he's he has the invention school right yes oh he's a director of the yes inventor school in tanzania yes so when i watched this i did not know he was in tanzania yes and now i am even more inspired. more than 100 different inventions have been come from this guy's shop in the five years it's been running as i spoke into the mic okay so one of his invention is his avocado oil press that is amazing. Okay, but they do have some avocados, apparently. <laughs> they usually rot in the farm, but now they have a market for their avocados. Oh, that's awesome. Maybe don't grow avocados if they just rot in the farm. That's another Well, I option. think the problem that they were having was there was no way to, like, ship uh, those. Menu, or yeah. What? The They've got something to make soap in the Tanzania. With a little big bandsaw. That looks dangerous. 
So he's helping people process the materials that they have already. Yes. Okay, so these, yeah, this guy came over to the school. All right, we'll do a quick comment of this, and we're going to wrap it up. So, uh, so yeah, basically it's a video of all these different inventions. This guy's this invention school. I think I'd much prefer that school than to a lot of different schools. Oh, yeah. There um, should there should be, like, an invention class, I think, just in regular schools. There should be just a way that you can kind of, like, tinker around with stuff. and Yeah. Bam, maybe you got a, the next ShamWow. It would be a really easy way to, like, blow off stuff. It would be, like, the busy, biggest blow-off class. Oh, yeah. Which would probably be part of the problem. Yeah, but I think it's because most of the stuff that we have here, like in America, it's already done. Like, we, if I wanted to invent an avocado press, there's probably a million, but he's yeah. created one that can be used in, in the rural Tanzania yeah, towns. Yeah, that they can make there. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but there's also so much stuff. You always... A lot, you're right. A lot of like inventions now are like tech-based type stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think there's always just stuff that can be done better or done right. Well, especially you know? in in that school, they're like working to actually solve problems that yeah. they're having in Tanzania. Yes. Yes, you're right. They're not the same problems that we have yeah. here. Kudos to like that how to guy. cut soap is usually not a problem that I have. But yeah, <laughs> shout out to that guy. That's a cool thing. Um, you know, obviously, if there's more stuff like you know getting people to think like that is probably a huge difference than what they're used to growing up in farms and stuff yeah like that. i mean he's got the water it yep. seemed like he had a windmill up for electricity yeah it's pretty cool stuff Some he's cool just stuff. inventing all right so we will wrap up the show there email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com uh follow steed steed where do you like people to follow you you follow me on instagram at yep. steed underscore palomino there might be a 14 after it i can't remember follow both if there's not follow that one then and then there is, create one and then make it and then direct yep. them to the to other one steed palomino 14 steed underscore palomino 14 um and then me jrezzy3 chubstep podcast on twitter and facebook and email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com and the show is ended the show is over how'd you like sitting on a live podcast usually that's for our exclusive ten dollar a month patreon donators or supporters I rest my case. Y'all y'all finished or y'all done? Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.